So this is Curse Podcast. I'm Josh. And today I have Cam on from Old Gods of Appalachia. And uh, that's a podcast, if you didn't know. <laughs> we have talked about them since their inception, I think. We started seeing the promos. So uh, I'm excited to have you on finally. We're going to have you and Steve on for the my other podcast, Hex Files. It'll probably release the same week. So it'll be an Old Gods week. Awesome. Sounds fun. But um, so tell us a little bit about yourself for those that don't know, um, because they don't hear your voice right on the podcast or. Right. They, they, yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they don't hear my voice usually. Um, although I've started to play a few roles, but that's, you know, that's like uh, incidental roles. I'm not, I'm not our narrator. Uh, <laughs> I'm Cam Collins from Old Gods of Appalachia. I'm the co-creator uh, and I co-write the show with, my partner Steve, um, po- podcast partner, not partner partner. <laughs> he, Steve's one of my oldest friends. I wanted to have you on here specifically because, I mean, I would love to talk to both of you, but you're a practicing witch. Yes. And I was like, right? No. <laughs> and our show has so many witches. So. Yeah, and uh, I when when I first started listening to it. I was hooked immediately and um, just like the way it, it tells like the, the story and kind of approaches it and builds on it. It's like, it's definitely that, oh my God, I can't wait for the next episode. But after listening, it's like, do they, do they have witches? Are they witches? Do they know witches? Because there's a lot of that interweaved into the storytelling and the characters. Yeah. I'm pretty invested in making uh making those aspects of the show as you know true to life for various practices as they can be you know given it is fictionalized fictionalized and um our our witches obviously have uh (laughs) their magic works a little differently than like actual witchcraft but (laughs) yeah i think you get in that when you um doing anything with entertainment there's a way to make it a little bit more um dramatic and you know fictionalized yet also not just making like sweeping assumptions or you know because you can tell when I as a witch and somebody who's practiced for uh the over a decade now you can tell like when something either has done their research or has or has not (laughs) right Um, I do just I just want to smack your you just smack your forehead and shake your head like oh no 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 (laughs) Like when they say like a deity's name weird or oh yeah yeah or, they, um, or they're like oh these or they just they don't understand Wicca in a whole and they're always like oh they're Wiccan um, but yeah you're you like no that, so. actually that's not <laughs> right and then you know you're also from Appalachia you can tell it's not um, it's not oh this region we're gonna throw um, you know some some crazy stories in here like no you guys are you know, um, attempting, I think, to bring a, a a better understanding. I mean, I know it's like a horror fiction podcast. Yeah. However, um, whether it's through your social media or kind of how you approach things, like you can tell you respect and live and love the area. It's not exploitive, like um, certain right. things. Right, like certain things. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's really important to us that the show certainly depict some of the hardships of living in Appalachia, but not be just poverty porn. Right. 
you know, they, I mean, people who live here are, you know, not caricatures, uh, like you see in popular media. We're just average people. We go to Starbucks and, you know, shop the grocery store just like everyone else, really. So, uh, and of course, a lot of our stuff, you know, so far we have we haven't really fully caught up to the modern era yet, <laughs> but you know, that will come with time. Yeah. Um, and you're in your, um, the show's in its second season. Second season. And um, I'm going to avoid, I'm going to avoid spoilers. But uh, if you start from the beginning, there's like the, uh, you're introduced to the Witch Queen pretty early. Pretty early on in season one, yes. Um, and I think that's, that's kind of what hooks you is just like the way you painted it. So, um, so was this something, how did, how did the show, I guess, come about? Like with the inspiration, was this something like, you guys had always wanted to do or did you you know what I mean like are you guys well we had wanted to um we had talked for years about working on some sort of creative project together hello Azzy my cat here he is (laughs) big and fluffy so um we had talked for years about working on some sort of creative project together and we'd kicked ideas back and forth but nothing really stuck until Steve had the idea for uh a story about the region and and on your other podcast he will tell you this story more in depth but basically you know there were a couple of days when he was traveling back and forth from his home in Asheville back home to Wise County where we grew up in Virginia and um was just kind of thinking about the history of the area and how basically every time you know there there was there's been so much promise like so many things that were supposed to be okay this is the next big thing and this area is just going to blow up mm-hmm. and there's going to be more jobs there's going to be money there's going to be all this stuff and it seems like every time something happens and it just never works out and he you know got to thinking well what if there was a reason for that and that was sort of the seed of where old gods of appalachia came from uh, and he started, he wrote, so he wrote us an initial script and our, our original idea was, well, Hey, we're going to write these stories that are base that are fictionalized and spooky. And they are actually monsters to blame, but they're based on actual historic, various historical disasters, like mining disasters and things like that. Like mm-hmm. in season one, that it, that is actually based on an actual mining disaster some of the details such as um bringing in scab workers when there was a strike who happened to be black and the way they were treated uh when there was a mine disaster that actually happened um Mm. of course they didn't you know become sort of fire zombies and come back from the dead as far as we know but uh so yeah that's where that um that's where it kind of started. And, you know, the idea was I was going to write an episode and some of our other friends were going to write different episodes and we're all kind of going to base it around this theme of, you know, various disasters caused by these things sleeping under the earth. And like one by one, uh, sort of life things came up and people had to kind of drop out of the project. I had life things and had sort of, you know, fallen off the map for a bit. So Steve kind of continued on with his one story, which was going to be kind of a originally, you know, sort of a three episode one shot deal. And so 
he sends me uh, episode one to listen to. And at several, actually, several versions of it as he was playing with sound effects and things like that. Uh, and, um, and so we got to talking and I, you know, like, I, well, you know, I think I'm, I'm ready to jump back in now. And he's like, why, honey, I don't think there's anything for really for you to do now. Cause I've mostly got it written. And I was just like, well, give me the church. And he's like, what, what, what church He's like, that's to, to him, you know, sure. This town has, you know, a, a general store and a church, but those are just set dressing. And I'm like, well, they had to take the body somewhere. Mm-hmm. Where would it, and where would everybody go for information? Where would they gather in the wake of this disaster? They'd all go, they'd all just go to the church. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that's kind of where it started rolling. And I, you know, I came up with the idea for Cletus, for the character of Cletus. And, you know, we just sort of went from there. Uh, and it became the, you know, it quickly became a lot more episodes than we ever thought it would be. <laughs> As tends to happen, season two is already at least three episodes longer than we originally planned. <laughs> well, I think if you have a uh, something like that, it kind of takes on its own life, and the story kind of, you know, not it's that you guys are, yeah, yeah, you're not. It's not like you're not doing the work, but it it kind of it it's like it takes on that life and you're like, there's more to this. It can get deeper. There's more to hear. What about this? And so yeah. I mean, you have not just the seasons, but you have a very like um, detailed storyline in your Patreon, couple of them. Yeah. Um, you guys have like live readings on uh, discord, I believe. We do. Uh, and some of those are public and some of those are Patreon exclusives. Uh, last year uh, in the summer, after the close of season one and kind of in the midst of working on build mama coffin our first you know long our long form uh patreon exclusive series um we knew there were very for various reasons uh it was taking a while for us to get to you know come off hiatus and come back to season two we're like well let's you know let's do something uh, to tide everyone over and so we you know we did the wolf sisters which was actually that one was not patreon exclusive it was public and then you know of course we published it to our main feed uh after after you know we did the live reads so that you know that's one that we did and then um recently we did uh back in september we introduced a series of new uh patreon exclusive rewards that involve you know some discord discord exclusive content discord exclusive live events and things like that and the first of those uh was written by me it's uh the door under the floor which we did uh in the uh fall fall early winter uh you know like through through december 2020 so that was and that one was a lot of fun that was our first foray into the modern era uh because that one actually takes place in the 90s rather than the uh early 1900s yeah and um that's the uh other thing is it's like you kind of mentioned before i like the storytelling plays off of actual events so even though it's fiction it still brings like that awareness i think um and i i don't know i i've just seen such a surgence in like 
Appalachia as a whole, whether it's, uh, especially in the pagan and witchcraft community, um, you've got the books that um, have been coming out about like the magic in this region. Yes. Um, and it's just, it's like, it, it and like then you- backwards, Like Backwoods Witchcraft by yeah. friend of the show, Jake Richards. Yes, he was um, who I was thinking of uh, because when I remember that book, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get this. I need to get this. It's really and, good. Um, yeah. And so if you haven't checked that out, you should. I need to have him on. Um, you definitely do. I absolutely t- tell him that I, I recommended you. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, and that's, you know, I think when you see, and there's so many artists that we follow, and I know we have you know, I, with algorithms and shit like this, you kind of get into a, um, not a bubble per se, but um, I mean, just some amazing artists. You realize what a small world it is very yeah. quickly. And then I think um, you guys kind of, from our standpoint as fans, like seem to have taken off. Like it, it it's like it hit the ground running and people just loved it. Uh, and of course that's the um, amazing storytelling that happens in the show and the atmosphere it builds, but we really <laughs> never expected this at all. <laughs> we were like, my, next yeah, question you know. was, um, did you just do it and think, oh, this is going to be something to like get this out, it's, or did yeah, it? Yeah, like the, we you? thought this will be a fun thing to do, and like you know. Maybe after, you know, a year or so, we could even be up to $500 a month and afford, afford, you know, to upgrade our mics or something, maybe. Uh Like, we really did not anticipate that the show and our Patreon would take off the way it has and we would actually be able to support ourselves doing the podcast. And, uh, like, thankfully, like, bless our fans uh, for making that possible, um, particularly, you know, 2020 is, was such a disaster with yeah, COVID yeah. and everything. And I, you know, I lost my job at the time. Um, and of course, Steve and his wife um, were teaching. And I can't tell you how grateful I am to everyone, to all our supporters that, you know, they didn't because of the, because of the show and their support my friends did not have to go back into what i consider a very dangerous environment so that's been great it's been amazing yeah and i mean that's the other thing is like um you know it's it it, it started before all this hit but not very long because i think i mean this show was very new when we started seeing you guys like announce like this was coming and of course, you know, the, the whole theme and the feel of it was like, oh, you know, and, and then it was just, you had the, the uh, substance to back it up. And so it's, it's nice to see, and it's just such a weird time, but yeah. um, to be able, cause like you guys say in the show, like you helped support people out of work and, um, you know, in, in this area, it's a rough time as well, because like, it's a, yeah. it's the area, like I said, you, we're, um, we're more, what do you, the South, like Eastern side of it. Yeah. Um, uh, we're not, I mean, Appalachia is a very large and it's a long, large geographic yeah. region. Um, but yeah, down, down here too, you know, it's, I, I feel like you have little pockets in Appalachia too, yeah. you know, regional and stuff, but, um, here it's hard because, you know, you're working with, um, a population that, is you know i guess you would say red there's a lot of you know the the there's a lot 
and you know there's a lot of misinformation so i know that they you know these regions have been devastated like everybody else with covid but it's it's been hard because you know it's just it's that it's that issue with the region of like there's so much neglect and you know there you talk about when you talk about the like the coal industry and stuff like that like yeah there's so much exploitation that goes on here and yeah. it still goes on here and and it's a hard time i mean i'm i'm in healthcare so i oh know, god I, i'm sorry <laughs> bless you for you know working <laughs> so i was never yeah that was the thing is like i was never out of of work but it was you know i got covid from work um oh, and wow. I, beginning of last year and i was you know i was lucky but um i i think there's more with the with the vaccine and unfortunately the devastation, I think it's taken more seriously here now than it, it was. It is. First I, I've, I've definitely seen that uh, here where I live in the Tri Cities. I I've definitely seen the attitudes change, and people are people are most people are taking it more seriously than they did for sure. Yeah, and you know, it's like I said, it's it's just a a region that's that's just poor for the most part because yeah. of the exploitation and kind of, you know, you get, um, when you get up towards Kentucky and stuff like that, um, with all the coal and stuff, but yeah, Yeah. it's, it's still a wonderful region. And, um, you know, again, and I'll keep going back to this, um, the resurgence in, I think the focus on it is, is helpful because, you know, at the same time you have the Netflix bullshit come out, uh, with the book, um, Hillbilly Elegy. And it's like, yeah, you know, um, and I know there's people that are like, well, I don't understand, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't understand why this is bad. (laughs) Right. But it, but it is. And so I think there's a lot more that, um, coming, you know, to the forefront now that kind of pushes back on that, all the stereotypes, all the, um, yeah. And so like your show, I consider part of that. Um, and not even just including the witchcraft side of things, like that's a whole other thing because it's different down here. Yeah. In these I mean, we just, yeah, even aside from that, you know, we really just want to portray the people who live in our region with dignity. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hard one because it's, it's not typically seen. Um, and I mean, there's sometimes the more you look at it, I mean, we watched something and it was, it was hard to watch and we're like, shit. Cause there's some stuff that you don't even realize that. Yeah is like this portrayal of a caricature, even if it's like the tiniest little thing and you're like, shit, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's bullshit. Right. And I just, um, I'm part of a uh, little friend group with my other podcast as well uh, of paranormal investigators. And oh, we cool. Have, Fun. We have a little chat group and um, one of them's from Washington. The other one's from Ohio. And um, they started talking and they're like, yeah, like I'm really interested in like, uh, this Appalachian like folklore and witchcraft. And it's like, oh my gosh, I'm recommending you. And I'm saying like, oh yeah, you know. And so it's it's funny to see somebody from the, the Pacific Northwest interested in, you know, what what happens here. But um, that's yeah. the other thing that I wanted to get into was um, what my, your practice looks like or what kind of led you to this path. And because I think there is a different lens and a different um, style of, witchery when you come from here the bible belt kind of mountain uh (laughs) yeah well i'm gonna break everyone's heart because i don't what i practice is not really traditional 
Appalachian witchcraft, <laughs> but, but I definitely, um, you know, uh, have been, I've been, you know, I'm reading Jake's book, uh, backwards witchcraft and kind of looking at some of those practices and I'm close friends, um, with, uh, a couple of the folks involved with geode, which is a local group based in Johnson city, which is, has worked to create, to create a, what is my computer doing? Sorry. You're fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, who've worked to actually, um, create their own, um, tradition that is actually based on, based in Appalachia on, you know, and rooted in the land and the land spirits here and not just kind of a throwback to European traditions. Yes. Um, yeah. So my, my friends, uh, Allison Mullins, who's also one of our voice actors and, uh, my friend Ian are involved in that. Uh, so I know some of those, those folks over there, uh, and they've been a really great resource, um, for, you know, ch you know, checking sort of checking when we need it for the podcast and things like that personally <laughs> I, pra uh, I I practice I'm pretty eclectic um one of the things that I you know uh I'm involved in a Hecatean tradition which is not um not actually like trying to do Greek reconstructionist work oh my god yeah it's actually um sort of a new revelation um jason jason miller's uh sorcery of hecate if you've heard of that that's yes. that well, is I'll what see, i'm hecatean as well oh and cool so yeah i've read his stuff um cindy brandon's been on the show i love her stuff too and oh, awesome and i know what you mean when you say like you know it's not a, a reconstructionist kind of yeah work with hecate that's interesting because she does seem to have like a presence in appalachia presence, as well. yeah and so, yeah, that's, so I, I work with Hecate, um, and, you know, I make my little devotions to Bastet just because, you know, I, I am, I am a cat mom and I have always just felt called to, to cats and to her. So I do that. And that's just sort of like, that's not really much of a practice other than, Hey, I'm going to make some offerings. Please watch over my kitties. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I do some ancestor, some ancestor work, you know, honoring, you know, my family basically. Uh, so I do some of that and that is actually, you know, something that, something that we tend to do here. That is more of a traditional Appalachian kind of practice. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, and I, you know, and all of this kind of, I, like I, a lot of this kind of works together. <laughs> For okay. like you know, like I will, I use Hecate for uh, my work with Hecate, um, launching sigils because I'm I'm way into sigil magic. I absolutely love it. So I also have my I have my feet in some chaos magic as well. Nice. Um, but I but I tend to actually I because you know she's a goddess of the crossroads. I use her for a lot of road opening um, when I'm launching sigils. Um, I mean that's. So in North Carolina, there's a place called Statesville, which I know you're like, you're a neighbor and Steve mm -hmm. is a closer neighbor, but um, to, to this area, but uh, yeah, there's like a, and I'm going to fuck it up, but it's a train, either museum station, you know, thing. And they did a mural and the artist painted like this huge mural of Hecate. Oh, at the of a I have to go see that now. <laughs> um, 
I've not yet been to see it. I think it's like an hour for me, but at the same time, it, it like caused an uproar and it's like, oh my gosh, do you know this is like the goddess of witchcraft and we can't be having that. So that's, that's like, kind yeah. of, yeah. <laughs> yes or no, and yes we can. <laughs> but like, so to me, what's weird about the region is um, I don't practice what you would call traditional either, uh, Appalachian yeah. magic. I do not, uh, and while I, I understand it, I see it, and I know it's it's there, and I know it's purpose, and I know it's workings. I don't personally work with any Bible verses or anything like that. That's just yeah, not. I don't either. And part of that is because I've had a bad experience with it, and I think, you know, you do have that um, that that feeling um, in this area where if you've you know you've either been like completely put off, and you know. Um, by by that idea or you yeah. just you're using it as a tool and so i don't think that there's anything wrong with it i've used um i got an oil from um uh cory of new world witchery and uh he you know he works with the psalms a lot and um it has one in there and i mean damned if that shit didn't work i mean it, it works it worked it's just yeah it's it worked practice. um and every now and then i'm like oh, i wonder because i grew up i know the shit like i wonder but yeah, that's what I've talked about before on the podcast is this this area, your family may have been Christian, yeah. but they're working magic. They would never call it witchcraft. They would never, ever. yeah, they wouldn't have no. called it that you at all. You'd get slapped in the face if you said, Grandma, you you practicing witchcraft. But, um, yeah, but, but, <laughs> that's what but you're doing. You um, and so I think that this region has, and it's, and it's kind of always been isolated. You know, um, I think one of the, the favorite lines that you know I think the old god starts with is kind of like you know it gets darker here earlier than anywhere else and you know the sun dips behind the the hills and yeah it's it's a different place and um there's so like when you go to western North Carolina um even from here it's a short drive but you feel a change you feel a difference and mm -hmm. um and you see it and feel it. And like, I feel Hecate out there. And I know that sounds weird to be like, how do you find Hecate in, you know, the mountains of North Carolina um, when she's pre-Greek slash Greek and Mediterranean and that area. And it's like, because that's not, that's so she's limiting. Everywhere. Yeah. You know, and, and um, you know, like friend and mentor Jason, you know, founder in the Pine Barrens of Jersey. I mean, right. that's just, you know, <laughs> Yeah, I need to get um I need to get a hold of Jason and um get him on. Uh, you should definitely have him on the show. Um yeah, he was sure. one of the first and I've even got one of his like Hecate sigils I've got um on the altar that I've drawn. Yeah, I've actually got let me see. I don't know if you can see how well you can see it. But you know, I have I have this one that oh, yeah, yeah. This is one of uh if you can see it there that's uh I think he's involved he was involved with the design of this but this is actually um one of Aiden Walker's pieces. Yeah, I was going to say I love his work and he has Oh god, I do. Hecate stuff and um Yeah. yeah that's it's uh, you know the podcast all these episodes always end up talking about Hecate but um because you know it's just she's involved but for me, the bard owl is like such a symbol, and that's yeah. As far as like mountain magic, and um, you know, I don't do anything that I would call granny magic. Although there's there's a difference because like somebody like Tamara, who is the uh, other host on on Hex Files, she 
you know, her family's from here. My family is not from here. My family's from California. Oh, okay. So even though I was born and grew up here, um, I don't have the same kind of like lore and practices that you would say, well, my um, grandma always did this kind of floor wash. She always did this. So I don't have that. So maybe I would be more, you know, practicing ancestral stuff that way if I did. But, you know, I don't. Um, The closest is my grandmother was born in Ohio, but I don't know if that is part of it. But like I said, she grew up mostly in on the West Coast. So yeah. Yeah, my family, um, as far as I recall, didn't really practice much of anything. Um, (laughs) But so I really kind of heard heard about these practices secondhand. Right. Uh, my, my, uh, let's see, my grandmother had convert, converted to Catholicism where you still don't really know why she just decided to do that. <laughs> so, so I grew up kind of sort of Catholic, but not really because at a certain point, my mom took a dislike to the priest, um, the new priest at the church. So we stopped going. <laughs> I mean, that's, that sounds like, I mean, that happens here. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, you know, yeah, uh, the uh, priest who baptized me, who who she really loved, you know, uh, they they moved him on to another parish, and the new guy shows up driving, like, a sports car. (laughs) I think it was, like, a red Camaro or some shit, and she, my mom was just (laughs) like, I just don't think that's very priestly. Yes. And that was was the end of that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's the shit because I grew up going to like um, a little backwoods, like the the preacher was like 90, 100 years old and just fucking like when he eventually like retired at some point, like people were like, I don't know about this new feller. Um, Right. (laughs) You know, because it's like, but it was also, you know, the hellfire damnation. um, One of those. Right. So but yeah, I think there's, um, there's a lot of things that, um, when you have books like Backwoods Witchcraft and, um, other, you start to see like, okay, we're calling stuff witchcraft now, but this is not European. Um, this is its no. own, you know, creation. And yeah, uh, like it, they, it certainly may have its roots in those original practices, but right. when, you know, you, you know, centuries now ago when our ancestors moved over here and we had to like find new herbs and roots and there are different trees and things and like things changed things evolved over the years and they really became they became their own practices yeah it's kind of like um i mean obviously it's gonna be european um if it wasn't native to here yeah um and and I, and I say, you know, I'm saying our ancestors because, you know, you and I are white. <laughs> and that's why I was referencing European. And I, you know, will oh, not yes, step sorry. out of my lane and comment on um, those practices that are indigenous to other cultures. <laughs> right. And I think, you know, that's that's the other thing with the um, the rise of social media and like the different, I guess, witchcraft practices is like right now, you know, the big thing is the, you know, appropriation and stuff of other things because for so long you had um I I always think of it and maybe that's my personal experience but it's always been like then like the 
90s and I mean of course I was 85 but like the 90s and the early 2000s idea of like new age it was like it's all the same like Wicca is the same this is the only witchcraft to practice and you know that was what people knew and that's what people yeah thought of so I think this um this like coming back to using like what's around you I think that was the second episode of this podcast is like how to use stuff around you um, where we started talking about kudzu and how to use that as like yeah. a prosperity thing. Um, and it's, you know, it's one of those things where I think people are getting away from, oh, I have to have this, um, this type of, you know, wood or this type of plant that only grows in Europe. And it's like, no, you no, work with what's around you. Right. Um, and you know, Hecate is not, it's not like I'm going to read, uh, her correspondences and see a barred owl, but for me, that's how she showed up to me. That's how she's always appeared. And of course, that is because they're, I say they're prevalent here. I've never seen them before I started working with her in the wild or heard them, but yeah. then they are. And that doesn't mean that somebody else that works with her is going to see a barred owl. Obviously, that's a little bit personal, but yeah. you know, that's why I like the the visual. And I just, my last episode I had um, talked about uh like uh, I had a friend on who is Luciferian um, and I talked about how my idea of the devil, like the best way I could describe it was talking about old gods was like this, <laughs> this stag, like, you know, cause I've always seen the devil as a very like nature centric, like aspect. You, yeah. um, and that could be just the way things go in, in the hills. But yeah, like just that visual is kind of like, um, nature unchecked with like the chaos and like the wildness but also the beauty of nature like that's how I see the devil per se and yeah, um, yeah so I think you know when you see deer and stuff here um and they pop up in weird times which they have for me too you know um you start to your witchcraft is born of that area and you stop to think or you stop thinking I need to see this like fucking animal or tree that's right. not native here I'm gonna you know, the spirits here are going to work with you. Um, exactly. You get, you got to get to know your local spirits. Right. And I mean, there's a, you know, a long history. Um, I can't quit laughing about the, the Appalachian meme that everybody was like, Steve was like, yes, we've been tagged in it. We've seen uh -huh. it. Yes. Um, uh, we, people have also like messaged it to us who may not be in the group and whom we're just like, yes, thank <laughs> you. We have in fact seen this many yeah. times. <laughs> um, but it's something like that. <laughs> There was one day when that one first started going around when Heather and I both, you know, had axed like 20 of them each. It was so ridiculous. We're like, please stop. Yes, this has been posted. Stop, stop, stop. But I think yeah, <laughs> something like that is, it, it's one of those things where I saw it on the Old Gods uh, Facebook page, which I'm a part of, and other ones. And then it started popping up on um, TikTok. And it's, yeah. it's like, but I do think that there's this draw and this um, interest. Um, yeah. You know, of course, it's, it's, it's a long way from reflecting, you know, because it's just there's a lot of brainwashing here, too, um, with when you talk about the politics of the area and, um, yeah. and all that. But hopefully shows like yours and things like that will help bring, you know, the, the beauty of this region and not just, um, oh, they're, they're real poor out there. Um, right. And I mean, you drive through some of these, these backwoods and I mean, it's, it's, it's so like 
some of these places are just, you can't even like describe how poor it looks. Like it looks abandoned, but it's not. But it's not. And, yeah. And so that's the other thing too. It's like, it's not the poverty porn, but it's also like, yes, you should be focused on the beauty and all this too, but realize that, you know, the region needs that kind of exposure. And um, yeah. And and we, you know, there def there's definitely poverty, but there's also, I'm, um, you know, at times you'll, you know, uh, and Steve's talked about this, you know, we've particularly in, you know, Southwest, you know, Southwest, Southwest Virginia, where we grew up, like on the edge of Kentucky and in Eastern Kentucky, mm-hmm. you know, you'll be driving through, you know, the mountains and they're very beautiful. And, oh, look, here's a big old house. Isn't that oh, nice? Yes. And go around a curve and suddenly here's a strip mine and it's desolate. Yes. <laughs> it's just like just the stark contrasts that you run into are kind of crazy. Right. And I mean, I guess that's, you know, that's true of any place, but yeah, it's. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like this is a, a problem that's only isolated to the the region, but, no, so, but um, it, as far as the region's history of uh, how it's um, viewed and how it's portrayed was on purpose. Yeah. It's, it's it people act like it's all that's here. It was just, you know, is yeah, poverty and desolation and that's really that's not true it's it's a much you know richer area and yes we have those problems and we need to solve those for sure um, and I think, um yeah part of that too was you know it was intentional because it's like well if we don't if we don't show value here then we can like yeah out the mountains from underneath their feet um and yeah. make them just like so desperate for what we can save them from and it's like we this region never needed saving from themselves but that's like you know right exactly um uh, and you know steve and i've talked about that because there was a there was a time when the people you know churches would send missionaries here yes like like jesus ain't what we're lacking (laughs) y'all right yeah Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah it's and I think that's the other thing is like this area is so like the people here are very self-sufficient. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's, I think that's where the magic like feels different. And like when I try to explain like, you know, using your intuition and using that, and that might be a regional thing too, in the sense of, you know, in, in the beginning, when I started the path, I was like, I need to read these books. This like, I have to, I can't do a spell unless I Google this. And like, the, yeah. more, the more you're doing it, the more you're like, I got this. Yeah. And, and, you know, listeners will. Like the more you get into it, the more you're like, <laughs> eh, yeah. I've got a candle and some leaves from outside and these rocks. That'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> you really oh. learn very quickly. I can, I can make do with what I've got around me and it'll be fine. Yeah. And, um, you know, and that's not saying, again, that that's local to this region, but I think reality is the same here, is like when you look at the magic from the the region and like the people, just like the little things they, yeah, they brought from Scotland and they, you know, they brought, but it's also the blending of um, just kind of what was in this area and working with it and the spirit. So I think, yeah you know, I've had listeners, you know, ask me questions about, well, what would you do with this? And it's like, well, I would do this, but you might not live it where you can walk out the door and find bones. Um, right. 
Yeah. Um, but I'm sure there's a place you could drive to hike and um, this stuff like shows itself and it's like, yeah. I've always seen it as like gifts from the land and like the spirits and, you know, yeah. it's like, like try to be in harmony with them and they'll give you little presents and you'll know yeah. when it's right to take it or to or leave it not. Yeah. When it feels like it's a trap. But um, yeah, so did you, um, did you always intend, I'm trying to remember the questions I had for you. Did you always intend on witchcraft kind of being um, a theme in old gods or did it just kind of naturally happen or were you like, Steve, I'm putting this in here? That just sort of organically happened. Um, yeah. yeah, Steve originally, um, re- you know, wrote the character of the witch queen and then, um, and she kind of has her own thing. Like she doesn't, a lot of what she does isn't, you don't really see like, you know, like as much of actual practices reflected because she's got her, her little mystical powers and things like that. But as the show goes on, I've been like, I've, you know, been like, you've been more of, okay, well here, how about you do this? And how about you do that? Been, you know, tried to bring in more of, you know, well, okay. Uh, for example, in Build Mama Coffin, we actually delve a lot further into like, this is an actual granny witch. And so that was where I kind of, you know, had a lot more input there on, on how she worked and what she might do and things like that. So, yeah, we, I guess we didn't really intend not, from the beginning. We did not really intend uh, to have as much witchcraft in the show. Um, that seems crazy to me because it seems like it's so integral to the story and it's so yeah. entwined. Yeah, and originally we started out with the story of Sarah Avery and what happened to the town. Mm-hmm. The Witch Queen came later, even though we we released that episode <laughs> like um, before the main storyline that we that we actually planned. Uh, Steve just had the idea and ran with it. Well, there so you go. That's kind of that's kind of where where that all got started. Um, and I think in the beginning she was going to be more of a, almost a fay creature. Uh, and then, you know, as time went on, she really, she became the witch queen and we just called her the witch queen and things like that. So that's, that's kind of where that came from. It was, yeah, it was more of an organic process of, oh, but what if we do this? <laughs> so. Have you ever thought like, oh my God, what if the old gods are actually like guiding this fucking story? Let's not, no. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. It could be. But not not like, you know, how we mean old gods is in like monsters. I don't think. No, like, (laughs) like, you know, not eldritch monsters hiding under the earth. (laughs) Right. No, not, um, not the Lovecraftian idea of. Yeah. Not the Lovecraftian sort of idea, but more like, you know, um, I feel like it's the spirit of place that's like, oh, you're talking about us? Okay, well, let's... Okay, well, how about you do this? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that's how magic works around these parts. It just kind of is there. It's just already there. Yeah, it's kind of there, and you just have to tap into it. Um, But yeah, I I didn't really... um, How I got into it, I guess, which I I think we touched on briefly earlier... um, yeah, I am one of those people who've had kind of 
not great experiences with, you know, organized religion in, yeah. in the region. Um, just, you know, a lot of people, you know, were very, seemed um, really to condemn anyone with different beliefs mm-hmm. than they had. Um, and I encountered a little bit of that, like, because my family was Catholic. Yeah. Uh, and, so, and some people, you know, have opinions about that. Um, but just oh. more than that, like, I would see um, things like there was a, a boy I went to school with that we didn't really even like each other but other kids in our class were like just bullying him like verbally you know saying you know you're gonna go to hell and all this because he said he was an atheist and I was you know one of the few people who was you know stood up for him and was like you know this is his right you know and I and I'm like and you know I, my, my parents, you know, definitely have raised me in a certain way to believe, you know, in like all of its civil rights and things like that. They're both social workers. So they're, you know, they're kind of woke parents for the eighties. And, uh, and so, you know, I just jumped right in there and I was like, no, you know, you can't do this. You can't be like this. You can't judge him. You know, this is America. And, he has freedom to believe or not believe in whatever religion he wants. And it's none of your business. <laughs> I was like 11 or 12 at the time. Like, I, bet you know. I bet their jaws were like hit the floor. Like, what? Oh yeah. They were, yeah. Oh, oh, very much so. And so, yeah. And then of course it was like, well, you too, blah, blah, blah. You, you must think that too. And I'm like, I, it's none of your business. What, what I believe either. Right. Well, um, yeah, if you don't know, it's not just, oh, there's um, a prejudice and discrimination and, like, attacks on people that don't believe in Christianity. Like, this area, like, you used to talk about Catholics. Like, uh-huh. oh, yeah, they will. Oh, the, though the different denominations will fight. That's what I'm saying. Even <laughs> down to, like, well, this fucking Methodists over there. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's crazy. So, I mean. Like, th- those people drink. I saw them going into the liquor store. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. Yeah, it's very, yeah. It's no, just I, I remember, yeah, like, um, being around that, and it's like, well, I mean, even the Baptists drink. They're just like, well, I'm yeah, they lie about yeah, it. They just, they just pretend not to know each other in the liquor store. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, but it's like, oh, Catholics are, you know, they're drinking. and um, But then it's like the Baptist church I grew up in would still do communion, but it was like Welch's and shit. And, um, yeah. Uh, and like oyster crackers, I don't know. It was <laughs> Welch's and oyster crackers. Yeah, but it's oh like, yeah, I've I've been to I've been to those. I've been to those. <laughs> it's so you weird. know, you grow up here and you spend the night with your friends, and of course you got to go to church with them the next morning. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about <laughs> oh. that. Where it's like, were they going to church with us? Because let them know we're going to church. Uh huh. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was um, bring something nice to wear. Yeah, you have to do that. Or not, depending on what kind of church they went to. Right. Some of them went to a casual church. Some of them went to a wear nice stuff church. You just never know. Somebody has to tell your mama. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's it's one of those things that it's like, I don't know. It's it's hard to um, explain how they can be so anti. uh, But I mean, I guess organized religion in a whole has magic throughout it. Christianity, yeah. you know, they all don't call them, it that, but they don't call them that. Yeah. But it's weird because like, 
it to be like well and um tomorrow was just talking about how uh somebody had told her something about um this this and this and it's like they were talking about it so matter of fact and it's like well what if i told you that was witchcraft they would have like shit themselves they'd have been like what but it's like i mean i have family that you know they're they're like yeah we know he's a witch blah blah they're probably like uh, i hate it for him he's going to hell but um they don't actually say it out loud but at the yeah, same they time they'll be like <laughs> they're at least you... polite enough not to say it to your face yeah but they'll be the first ones to be like what do i need to do i think there's like a spirit in my house right and they're they're okay with you coming in and doing this stuff oh um, yeah and you i remember that ghost forum they're yeah. they're more than happy to talk to you <laughs> right it's like wait did you ask jesus first um if this was cool <laughs> um but yeah it's it's definitely a different um uh it's it's one of those where the witchcraft here and the magic here can definitely have the bible intertwined into it um, oh yeah and like you mentioned before like i i know lots of people who aren't particularly religious but they work with saints and things like that because they're like eh, they're spirits and it works right i mean sometimes you get to the point where it's like if it works it works right yeah if it works it works <laughs> so um you're in and I, I don't have to, I can edit it out, but you're, you're Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. I, I live in Bristol. So I'm, I'm a, like an hour and a half from Asheville. Okay. And we're, we're like in, we're, we're far, further now than we were, but we're not that far from Asheville. Um, now, have you guys thought, now I know COVID changed a lot, but you guys were going to do a, um, a live show, right? We or a were. live in and around there. Cause it was like, oh, fuck yeah. And we had a live show planned and uh some con appearances like yeah it was kind of gonna we were gonna do some stuff like that last year and then <laughs> and then covid happened like yeah. and actually it's really funny we um we were talking to a production company in la which is part of what delayed season two significantly is like our talks with them which eventually we decided not to sign with them but we were talking to a production company in LA and like the week before lock lockdown started like we they flew us out to LA and when we were coming home on the plane uh this uh Steve likes the aisle seat and I like the window seat so there was this young woman seated between us and she was sniveling and coughing and like oh Lord. Re re rubbing, her, like wiping her nose on her sleeves and stuff. And we're both like, you. <laughs> and, and Steve very discreetly asked the flight attendant if we might be, if we might move because there were extra seats. <laughs> and well, yeah, um, like as yeah. soon as we got to cruising altitude, we were like up and gone. <laughs> like, it sounds no, thank you. Right. It sounds like just like the typical like pandemic slash like zombie movie. Like that's how it starts as you're on the plane. It was like, so happening. Zombie movie pandemic. It was. Yeah. And I did. I, it wasn't COVID. It was just a cold because I did catch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was sick when I got home, but no, it was just a regular garden variety cold. Thank goodness. Uh, um, yeah, I at think least that's as far as I know, it was just you know regular garden variety cold. Did not have any loss of you know sense of taste or smell or any like shortness of breath or other like you know real extreme symptoms. It right. was just just cold. So thank yeah. goodness. Yeah, those things still exist. Um, they do, and you catch them. Which is funny because I had um, 
we just had Nightgeist on the other podcast, but one of the um, hosts was, uh, and they're out in California, and um, one of the hosts was like, oh, I've got a sinus infection. It's definitely not COVID, but um, what do yeah. I need to do? Does anybody have suggestions? And I'm like, y- whiskey? Uh, like hot tea and whiskey hot or tea, bourbon? Whiskey. And yeah. um, then she's like, a lot of people are saying that. And I was like, well, that's how you do it. Yeah, that's how you do it. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I've had, I've had my, I've had my annual sinus infection. I think I've had two actually. So I know I'm planning, we're going to have in like next week, we're going to have you and Steve on for Hex Files and yes. we'll get into more probably like the- More show stuff. Huh? More show stuff. Yes. And the critters and the creatures and, and uh, lore and stuff and inspirations but yeah. um and uh, so there'll probably be some uh recurring uh conversations but so without if covid does get better um and you know it lessens and hopefully with all the vaccines and all that shit but um what what is is that something that um you the guys shows? are wanting Absolutely. to do Yes, absolutely. And we actually got um, a contact recently from a patron on Patreon who um, has a little venue uh, outside Knoxville in Maryville, which, uh, I, which I think they pronounce Maryville, but anyway, Maryville, <laughs> who um, was, you know, asking if we might want to do something there. And I was like, at, you know, absolutely. Once, you know, once it's safe to do so, we would love, we'd love to talk, to talk with you about that. Um, I, I spend, well, I did before, before COVID, I, I spent a lot more time than I have this past year in Knoxville, you know, uh, hanging out there. It's a great little town. Um, it's got a lot, it's got a lot of brewer, awesome breweries like Asheville, but it's a more, it's less of a tourist town. It's got a lot of different industries. Uh, it's a, it's a cool little city. I'm really fond of it. So I'm like, absolutely. I'd be happy to do that. (laughs) So yeah, we're definitely, um, definitely looking to do the, pick up the live shows again once, once we can. Yeah. And some, like some of the cons and stuff would be, that would be awesome too. Um, and I, like I said, we'll, we can also get more into it there, but, um, the one thing that, that brought up talking about witchcraft and like how it's perceived, I like looking at your pages and like everything else with you guys, I didn't expect with such like, I guess, I mean, people like horror, but I thought they would be more like, well, y'all shouldn't be talking about that. And I don't know if you guys ever get any of that, but it, I mean, it seems like people are just like, oh, we love the witch queen. And we haven't got a lot of that. Uh-huh. Uh, we, <laughs> we have gotten some, um, we had uh, this guy who I think is a pastor somewhere. Um, he see, he's looking at his profile and everything. He seems like kind of very transphobic and maybe racist. And so we really don't care much what he thought, but we did, we did have this guy who was like bashing us on Twitter and who left a, you know, a mean review that was a one-star review that said, uh, basically, uh, the, you know, the writing and production of this show are, are so great. It's a, sh- it's a shame they hate Christians so much. <laughs> right. Like you've ever really Which said anything about, don't. right. Like, and we were, uh, uh, you know, my comment was, well, uh, cause I, I'm assuming he was talking about, um, 
either Cletus or um, the Christ, well-meaning Christian folks um, who, you know, kind of take, you know, take daughter Dooley off into the woods and, you know, kind of throw her out of their group. And, you know, my comment was, well, brother, if you, if you see yourself in those Christians, maybe you need to pray on that. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, <laughs> bless his heart. Like that's, I mean, like, bless his heart. Like, right. no, like we absolutely don't have, you know, no, I, I don't think our show is anti-Christian at all. And I think in fact, you know, like part of the story of um, Cletus in season one is, you know, he was tempted. Yeah. Well, th that's the other thing too, is, I mean, it's not just that specific group. It's, it's everybody has those types of people, but like you said, yeah. if you were, if you're seeing this character and relating, then if maybe there's relating, then you. maybe, yeah, you need to think on that a little bit. Like love the, <laughs> love the production, love the story, love it all. I'm sorry. Y'all are going to go to hell. Two stars. <laughs> right that's it that's basically it and it's just like right. uh no but yeah they uh but it's like no you know uh it's like nah yeah then my thought was you know Cletus was tempted and and you know his flock basically fell prey to a false prophet which scripture warns you against so I think I think maybe you need to rethink <laughs> I don't understand. that you know that our show is remotely is anti-christian which is like was was his claim it's like no it's not right yeah um it, it's just it's gonna be and especially when you get popular and you get, I mean you're obviously yeah. critics but We're, yeah you can't yeah you're you know no art is for everybody of course. And that's I mean, fine. You know? Yeah, I think when you're when you're getting um those reviews, you're doing something right. Um <laughs> uh but yeah, and it's like it's the same thing where you where you hear reviews, it's like I wish they would, you know, kind of keep politics or they do this and it's like, you know, that kind of bullshit. Um yeah. obviously you guys don't talk about that on the podcast because you know, you you're telling a story. You're not like like us where we're just like shooting the shit and talking about things. Yeah, like, right. You yeah. Know, it's like I mean, if you're, you or yeah, and it's it's in you know in the group in the way that we mod our Facebook group and you know, right the kinds of the kinds of uh, behavior and language that we do and do not tolerate, <laughs> for example. Yeah, and I, and I love how you like. Um, I don't know. I'm sure it's between you and Steve and the other ones, but I like how you shut down shit over there, um, especially when it's like. Uh, in regards to say like the hillbilly elegy it's like do not post nothing do about not this. post about this do not <laughs> give them press at all yes do not give them space in your life <laughs> um so what's um i guess what's coming up next uh season two go listen yeah. if you're not even if you've never listened to old gods then you need to start and make sure you start at the very 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 beginning, very beginning episode zero Right, because most of the time you'll skip those because you think, oh, this is just like a trailer or this is... No, no, that's not a trailer. The ones that are trailers are very... We say they're trailers. Yeah, yeah, you time. guys are very good about that. And, um, you know, you get a lot of confusion of like, well, is this a side story? Is this the new season? Um, I remember that yeah. with like, the Wolf Sisters, um, which was a great story as well. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And we so, really try to, when, we, when I... I um, you know, I'm like setting up the episodes, uh, uploading them to our 
uh, podcast host, I always try to, you know, if it starts with episode whatever number, that's regular season. And otherwise, it'll start with, you know, whatever special yeah. uh, side story it is. It'll start with the name of it and then it'll say like chapter one or whatever. Yeah. Well, again, um, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, oh, I appreciate you I having did, me. It's been um, fun. Yeah, I, I reached out to the account and like, I never know if it was you or Steve at any given time, but um, I was like, yeah, if you ever want to come on, um, you know, and it was like, yeah, just name, name whatever, because you guys were like one of our um, early yeah. supporters. And it's just weird to me that it's like, and I, I mean, appreciate it because it's cool that you guys. Yeah, are you like, were one of the earliest podcasts that like mentioned us to your audience. So yeah. we're like, oh my God, what if we recommend we definitely it? definitely like, remember good. you. <laughs> it seems like you're very in tune with the, you're not just doing it um, for the sake of doing it. You're, you can tell that you guys love it, that it's an art um, and that you love, I mean, you guys are just great storytellers. Oh, and thank you. I think it shows in how you interact with, um, with your fans and listeners and, um, you know, so yeah, it's a great community uh, on the Facebook group. If you listen and you don't follow over there, go over there. It's fun. Um, I'm not personally on the discord, but, um, I should probably <laughs> join that. Yes, I'm just should, not a big discord. discord. I'm not a big, yeah, discord I, I have actually like, I've used discord a little, a little bit, uh -huh. but I, I started to use it more because of, <laughs> because of the podcast, uh, and not just our podcast, but like other podcasts, um, that I follow. So, yeah, we have, um, we have one and I'd never known anything about it before then. And so I, I try, sometimes I forget to check it and I'm like, Oh shit. And, like, oh um, no, I haven't talked to these people in a week. Right. And um, so it's like trying to juggle all that, but um, yeah. So uh, without any spoilers, like what's, what's to come surely another season. Yes. Um, let's see what's to come. All right. So right now we're in act two of season two. Um, we've got another couple episodes, uh, that are part of act two. And let me point out that act two was supposed to be two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so we're in act two, um, and that'll wrap up with tomorrow. So there's, we'll have tomorrow's episode and then another couple weeks, uh, what should be the final episode of act two. Then we'll have, then we have act three, um, which will be mark the end of season two, uh, I think we've only got three, but it's, it's lengthy and we're probably going to end up being like end of, end of May when the season wraps up. We are planning a, another longer, uh, Patreon exclusive to follow Build Mama a Coffin. So that's also coming down the pike, um, th for probably this summer. Nice. So, and, you know, we're planning some more, uh, right now, some more, uh, discord live discord events. So all of that is coming up and, uh, we're working on, oh, and we're also working on our tabletop RPG. We're in the, right in the planning stages of that, but that that's also, uh, going to be coming relatively soon. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, actually yeah. another meeting about that this, uh, this evening. Or tomorrow, tomorrow evening. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've been low key, like wondering like what's next, obviously podcast, but yeah. I'm like, you guys are, you know, in it, like what's yeah. next, you know? So, uh, and I think you would be perfect for the con. So hopefully when this all yeah. goes, 
um, you guys can uh, really get out there and um, yeah, that would be great. Um, and do the Dark Lord's work. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I'm yeah. That's that's kind of what's next right now. I'm we're definitely open to, you know. I think this is kind of this is like the first game. We're definitely open to doing others, um, and you know other sorts of uh, other sorts of media too. So we'll see what happens. But we're open. We're open to lots of things, and you know, kind of just seeing seeing where it goes right now. Again, I can't wait to talk to you again next week. And again um, next week, yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was. Like I said, just go follow Old Gods of Appalachia. It's not Appalachia. Um, Appalachia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't follow if you can't say it like that. Exactly. Um, yeah, right. But go follow them. Go listen. Um, the The episodes are are short, but they're too short because then you're like, fuck, what's happening? <laughs> but it's the, bin, it's the perfect binge um, podcast. Um, and it, Everybody, yeah, we really have uh, we had some early feedback that people really liked like the 25 to 30 minute length mm-hmm. um and so and and so we kind of think that's really the sweet spot we've had some longer episodes but it's such an easy little bite to lit yeah. to listen to an episode when you're cooking dinner or you know do you know doing some housework or something like that and it's not one that's going to eat up an you know an hour and a half that maybe you don't have time to listen to all at once right so yeah and i mean there's the reason that our episodes are short and they're easy enough to go back to because i've done it before is like when the next act starts i'm like okay let me just make sure i'm not missing anybody yeah let me me refresh my memory yeah you can re-listen to it uh pretty quick um we know you all sit through hours of netflix so you can do it promise um (laughs) yeah (laughs) but uh no, it's a great show. So follow them. Um, you guys are on all the social medias. Um, yep. Um, you can, you know, we're um, old God, uh, old gods of Appalachia.com, patreon.com slash old gods of Appalachia. And yeah, follow us on the socials. We're old gods of Appalachia on Instagram and Facebook and uh, old gods pod on Twitter and Tumblr. Nice. Well, and yeah, you, and you can get the link to the Discord also from our website. Yeah, because I think those are like info. I don't know. I'm not a Discord person. Again. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, you basically, you need a link. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, just go to the website. It's linked. But it's not just a podcast. It's it's so much in-depth. So go follow them. Go um, check out their Patreon because uh, it's, like I said, those side stories are, are worth it. Um, and I remember you guys started that and we're like, this tier gets shirts and all that. And like, I remember seeing it sell out and like, you know, those tiers fill up and it was like, damn y'all. I mean, y'all had something and it, it's such a good story. Uh, Everybody loves shirts, but we had, we've, we had to stop doing shirts because yeah. Patreon makes it really difficult to collect sizes. Right. And I'm like, uh, eventually when there's merch, I'm like, I'm just going to do like a third party store because trying to to add those to patreon yeah seems like confusing new discounts uh, yeah. <laughs> discounts that's the way to go now i think i think most people are heading that way but um i'm so yeah. excited to see what's to come i'm excited to talk to you both uh next week and um if you're listening to this then that means it's already been out because hex files drops first so go backwards like you know and listen to that one listen to this one and then go binge old gods if you haven't 
Alrighty. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Until uh, next week when I talk to you on my other podcast, it was a lot of fun. I'll have to have you back and get more into whatever, witchcraft. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'll need to reach out to Jason Miller and um, Jake Richards. I'll be like, so absolutely you- reach out to them both. And uh, I know your mom and them. They'd be, they'd be- <laughs> All right. And to everybody else, uh, goodbye. Goodbye.